Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cole, listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the last Monday of this decade. I don't even know what we call these. The the thousand teenies. I don't know. <laughs> thousand teens. Um, I'm not sure. But I'm looking forward to the next decade. Not only because we can call them the 20s. Uh, but also because I just think it's a time of change. It's a time of renewal. I think uh, some stuff was thrown up against the wall in this past decade, and we can see what's going to stick and what's not going to stick. And just a time to move uh, humanity uh, forward uh, through enlightenment, because we're still quite primitive. And yes, that's a tall order for the next 10 years, but I can see the seeds of change already starting. You can, if you look around and you pay attention, you can see that people are thinking differently. People are considering different things. Um, Not only just in alternative medicine, but like alternative thinking. We are unhappy. People are waking up like, I don't understand. This, This can't be all that my life is about. Waking up, paying bills, getting behind. You know, people are frustrated. And so they're going within to find answers. That's already a key right there. That's how you know consciousness is being lifted. Uh, brains are being elevated. Um, you know, the stuff I look at, it gets a lot of views, you know. And over time, that that means more and more people are starting to open their minds up to, to new ways of thinking. And that's how evolution begins, you know. So that's a big, uh, big thing. That's not... That's not nothing. And I do feel like people are starting to realize that, you know, it can't just be I'm going to work until I drop and buy a more buy a house, pay off a mortgage and, you know, send kids to school or whatever and and just die. You know, like people know that it can't be just that because that's what you're for me would be. That's what my parents did, you know, so that can't be. What, you know, people are looking at their grandparents' lives like, yo, man, that can't just be it. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to learn a new language. I want to, you know, meet my soulmate. I think people now, I don't know if I believe in soulmates. I believe that you partner with the person that's right for you at that moment where you are in your life. Nobody stays the same. You know, mating for life is a great concept, but clearly we're failing at it because uh, no one stays the same. And I think that's something we should celebrate instead of uh, fretting about and worrying about. I think we should celebrate our differences as people, as cultures, um, as humans, uh, as in genders. You know, we should celebrate those things, not, uh, you know, sit up and try to mold people into what we think they should be. You know, maybe in this new decade, we will mind our own business better. Amen. Uh, This gun thing, like, I'm not understanding why we can't have a real effective debate about it if we could just take that NRA money out of the lobbying and out of politics. Is it really a political issue? It's only politicized because people are getting paid to make it an issue, a political issue. I mean, that's facts. That's must, you know, if you look at our society, we've constructed it so that money really rules everything. That's the only reason why people are still talking about Colin Kaepernick. He hasn't played effective football in a really long time. Not only is he not getting back in the NFL, I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wasn't that good when the 49ers let him go. He wasn't the same guy you remember. And the only reason why we're talking about him now is because Nike. 
Nike is a business. And so when you run out to support Colin Kaepernick and buy Nike, you're just helping Nike and p- putting more money in his contract. So it might, because he was actually about to be done with his original deal. Because he originally had a deal because he was a football player, right? And now I guess he's getting tennis shoes because he's an, uh, an activist. I don't know. I don't, my, I was born at a whole different time and space and our brand of activism just looked and felt different to me, you know, and I've never called myself an activist. I'm just a smart girl with a lot of opinions, (laughs) but you know, the, the whole idea that you could just get paid to be an activist is very, very 2019. That's hysterical to me. It's frustrating because take the money out of it and are you still an activist? I don't know. So anyway, that's just my very dry and droll two cents on that. I do feel excited about this new decade, though. I think a lot of fraudulent things are going to come to light. Like I said, things that have been thrown up against the wall, we're going to see if it's going to stick. You know, 10 years is usually a good time to see, uh, to do a review, see if things actually worked. Um and sometimes you don't need 10 years. <laughs> sometimes sometimes uh, things uh, reveal themselves much, much quicker because the foundation has to be strong. You know what I mean? And some of y'all are out here walking around on faulty foundations and you think we don't notice, but we do. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to have a presidential election. Uh, what's that going to be about? I still don't see. That's how you know the Democrats are way, way off course. Through all of this chaos, they have not found a way to secure an advantage over Donald Trump in four years. Who thought he would last this long? And of course, it hasn't been without controversy, but really, they haven't been able to send someone to the to the mattresses with him that could win. I mean, really, that's just deep. That's how you know politics are ridiculous in this country. Things have gone all off the rails because nobody really I, I don't know how much I believe in politicians or politics anymore because um, people don't seem to have any character. They literally will just say what they think you want to hear and do whatever the hell they want. They're all like that now. Both sides. So until there's a real viable third party where that candidate could actually win, I don't even know. I'm leaning towards Mike Bloomberg, mainly because at least he's a real billionaire. You know, if you're going to swap out billionaires, let's get one who actually really built a business uh, and a business I admire. I mean, once you start watching those Donald Trump documentaries, the ones that aren't like Republican based, if you watch something that's I'm sure it has a bias, but not as biased as as a Fox News Trump story. Um, It's interesting. I mean, he really, really, he was struggling when he was on The Apprentice. He needed that gig. (laughs) He needed the job. So, I mean, this is fascinating. We live in fascinating times. You can fake people out. And I don't believe in fake it till you make it. I think that's preposterous. But because it's disastrous for most people, because most people really won't ever make it, you know, and they fake it 
to disastrous levels before you realize, oh, you you really are just fake. You're like you're never gonna make it. <laughs> Not to be negative, but you know some people ain't. Some people ain't hitting on much. You know, you gotta just be like, oh, okay. You really don't know what you're doing. Great, you know. So Donald Trump could be under that category. I mean, he, you watch his uh, there's there's a Netflix. Uh, series. I can't remember it now. It was so good, though. Uh, his episode was called The Con Man. And I spoke about it many months ago when I watched it. But I, it's really fascinating. The producers from The Apprentice w- were shocked at the monster they created by making him look successful because he wasn't uh, at the time. Of course, that's relatively speaking. He was born into a wealthy family. He had some modicum of wealth. However, he was not a successful business mogul. He had been losing money, big money on deals. And when The Apprentice came about, he was like, cool, yeah, I'll be on your TV show. They had to build another set because his actual office was so disgusting. Like his desk was held together by tape. It wasn't photogenic. And they had to go and put people in these uh, fake offices in these sets because they couldn't film in the real building. So, you know, come on. That's scary, kind of. Like, we're kind of gullible. And so you got all these people who are rabid fans of his, but I'm not sure why. Like, what is it based on? He's not pro-women. He's not pro-ethnic groups. He's not pro... I mean, he says he's pro-police, but I don't... Is that true? Is it, I don't know. Is that really law and order? I mean... That seems to be out of step with what people would lead you to believe is the majority. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. I'm not sure what people are drawn to with him. If somebody would like to explain it, I'm cool. I'd be open to hearing why you're so passionate about Donald Trump. Although I have a hard time believing you love Trump and you listen to this podcast. But hey, different strokes for different folks. I mean, variety is the spice of life. Throw any platitude you want at it. (laughs) But this is the last Monday of this decade. So I hope everything is going well for you. I hope you're excited about your future. I'm excited for you. I think good things are going to be happening. And, you know, like I said, that's part of it. We're going to have a presidential election and we're going to get to see. We're going to get to see what people are thinking about and feeling about passionately. And, um, you know, just live your best life and be your best self. Nothing's guaranteed. An asteroid could blow this all up tomorrow. Uh, that would be sad because I'm I'm really enjoying this age I am. I'm in, I'm looking forward to my future. So I hope nothing like that happens. But it's living in that kind of denial that keeps the human experience so interesting. Because any number of things could happen. And we just pretend like that couldn't be. <laughs> we are. We are living in such a really interesting, if you were to explain what it's like to live on planet Earth, it would sound like an episode of Game of Thrones. You know, it sounds fantastical. But it that's, that's our lives, you know. The human experience is pretty fascinating, and I'm grateful to be having it, and I'm grateful to be having it with you. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. I hope all your dreams come true. Let's just go out there and be fucking amazing. What are you waiting for?
Waiting for. 